Welcome to Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. We're all over the place, including Spotify, Podbean, Radio FM, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Also, we're on Dash Radio. Download the Dash Radio app. Search for Nothing But Net. You'll find our episodes every single day at 7 p.m. My new show on OnsideRadio.com resumes on Monday. I'll be on from 10 to 12, cover more than just the heat. And check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell it out. F-I-V-E, ReasonsSports.com. Brady Hawk already has the latest takeaways up from tonight's win against the Los Angeles Lakers, which is what we are going to talk about. We're also going to talk about a great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. This is a new sponsor, but not a new company. Chris Chase, the CEO of Chase Signs and Graphics, has been designing, building, and installing signs for 20 years. Chase Signs and Graphics is a full-service sign company. It's located right here in Broward County. Chris knows how to make your business stand out from the crowd and not only promote your brand, but attract new customers by raising company awareness. Exterior building signs, promotional signs, window graphics, and vehicle graphics help promote your business or services. Chase Signs also offers a wide range of signage, including storefronts, sandblasted signs, interior office signage, channel letters, promotional advertising, monuments, job site signage, and feather flags. That's right, a whole bunch of stuff. So have South Florida's premier sign company custom design your sign to service all of Broward County. That's right, all the way from Deerfield down to Miramar area. Call for a quote today at 954 791 8685. That's 954-791-8685. Call Chase Signs and Graphics today. Again, 954-791-8685. Or find them on Twitter. That's at Signs Broward. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor. A daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Alex Toledo, and Greg Sylvander. Part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. I've got Jonathan Romlikon with me. Tonight's floor plan, we're going to go over the Heat's win against the Los Angeles Lakers, 96-94. Apologize for the sound in the background. That ESPN.com always gets me with a highlight package. Uh, no Greg or Alex tonight, but they'll likely be back on Sunday. Also, check out the stream over on the Five Reasons YouTube channel, which is where Jonathan usually appears. You can find him at Three Piece Combo. Um, first, before I kind of break down this win and get the Heat get to 3-3 three and three on the road trip, a little harrowing at times, only 37 points in the second half but i'll just ask you one simple question do you feel good about this the fact that they beat a laker team again on the road when they've been struggling a little bit had a response when the lakers uh you know tied the game after being down for most of the game or are some of the old concerns is that what we should dwell on tonight i feel good about this game because although we did blow that first 15 point lead we grinded through it you know as soon as we went down we went right back up and we built another 10 point lead so I feel like this is a game where we have a lot more positive takeaways and negative takeaways and something we can really build upon moving forward. All right. Well, one of the biggest things that they can build upon going forward, I think we've got to look at this seriously because, you know, at a certain stage when a player is performing at a high level for a long period of time, it's no longer a fluke. And, and I tweeted tonight that Kendrick Nunn is all the way back. Um, I mean, you, you look at what he's done over this month on eight, on more than seven attempts per game from three He's shooting 44% tonight, 10 of 14 from the floor, 
40 minutes. You're talking about a player who couldn't get on the court for a while. Now, part of this, again, is no Goran Dragic tonight. Tyler Hero got hurt, had a hip contusion, did not return after playing just 14 minutes. But 40 minutes, 10 of 14 from the floor, 5 of 6 from 3, made both of his foul shots, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, a block, and was a plus 9 while leading the team with 27. I mean, honestly, Jonathan, they don't win this game without him. He, he gets them off to the fast start where they take the 36-23 lead in the first. And when the offense bogged down late in the game, he made a couple of baskets when literally they couldn't get anybody else to get going from three. Uh, Struess came in, played 12 minutes, was 0 of 8. Vincent, 0 of 1. Duncan Robinson, 1 of 5. Hero was 1 of 3 before he went out. And Olenek was 0 of 2. Should we be looking at Kendrick Nunn as a core piece of this team now, or as 50% of the people on the clutch corner poll responded, is he just a better trade chip than he was before? I think you're going to have to go with the latter. You know, he's a better trade chip than before, because when it comes to re-signing him this off season, his value right now is on the contract that he's on. So for us to have to maybe pay him more moving forward, it's not going to be something that'll benefit us long-term, but for what he's playing for now, He's raising his, his trade stock. He's raising, raising his value. His confidence is back, which I think was really the most important part of the game. And he's just showing that he can really be a spark plug, whether it's off the bench or starting. And I feel like, um, you know, although he is a contributing member for this team right now, he's just a better trade piece for, for you know, moving forward to get a bigger fish. Well, and it's fair. Um, now, I don't they don't have to pay him this offseason. Uh, but going forward, I mean, Duncan's the one I think that there's more of a financial concern. But I... I <laughs> You know, it's a tough question, I think, honestly, because he has something that nobody else on this team has, which is a mid-range game. I mean, even Jimmy at this stage does not have a consistent mid-range game. We had Nikias Duncan on, and he basically described Jimmy as a one-level scorer who's really good at that one level. Um, Jimmy tonight, we'll talk more about his game because there was a lot of good, a little that left something to be desired, but he ended up finishing out the game. But Kendrick is the one guy on this team, and I know Tyler has developed some of this, but honestly, at this stage, Kendrick's better at it, that can get into the seam of the defense, make a play somewhere around the foul line. He's gotten much better, in my view, about making decisions with the ball. I mean, last year, we talked about a lot on five on the floor that he'd get caught in the air. Um, sometimes he would try to make an aggressive scoring play when really the pass play was a better play. Uh, this year, there were a couple of times, even tonight, uh, you know, there are a couple of instances where he passed up shots that were okay shots for better shots, not in the way that we get frustrated sort of at Bam and Jimmy when they pass up great shots for worse, uh, for worse players taking those attempts. I, I thought Kendrick played again. I don't think they win without him. I think you look on the other side of the court tonight, the Lakers could have used a Kendrick Nunn uh, to create some offense for them. I'm not saying again that the Lakers are a destination for him. And uh, Dennis Schroeder does a lot of that stuff for them when he's, when he's in the lineup. But I can see a lot of teams looking at this and saying that's a player we can use. I guess the question that I've got, and we'll address this more over the coming days, is is it a player that he can use? <laughs> uh, maybe more than some of these other teams. But let's get into Jimmy's performance tonight. No triple-double, so that streak stops at three. Uh, but finished the game at the line, ended up going eight of ten from the line after not taking a free throw until the third quarter. Uh, was much more aggressive late. 8 of 20 from the field, so not as efficient as usual, but 24 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, did have the 5 turnovers, but some of that's going to come simply with 
uh, you know, as much as he handles the ball, but he pretty much Jonathan played LeBron to a standoff. I mean, you know, he, you know, Jimmy tends to beat LeBron in the regular season. He told Rachel Nichols, well, LeBron wins when it matters, but I mean, LeBron tonight was seven of 21, one of eight from three, nine rebounds, nine assists, 19 points, five turnovers. Now LeBron was a plus 11. They struggled more with him off the floor because they didn't have AD and Butler was, was a zero. I mean, how would you, who won the matchup tonight? Yeah, you'd have to give it to Jimmy Butler just because of the impact he had on the game, especially late in the fourth quarter where he was driving to the rim, finishing and getting free throws. You have to give it to Jimmy Butler. You know, LeBron was definitely the heart of the team, and it was apparent when he went off to the, to the bench that the Lakers didn't know who to go to. And that's when we really started building up our leads again. Uh, but, but Jimmy came in. He did what he had to do. And, you know, we talked about Kendrick getting, you know, us off to a good start. Jimmy really closed this game for us, and he helped us make sure that we get this win. So especially with it being so close after having a big lead, I feel like Jimmy won the matchup this time. Yeah, I thought Jimmy played a big role in the response in the third quarter, which, you know, that that was one of those, as they call them, third quarters that looked like it was going to get away. The Lakers tie it up. Now, again, I want to overreact to this game for a couple of reasons. The Lakers had, and I'm going to look at the stats on the on the NBA's advanced stats site when they come out, but the Lakers seem to have a ton of open looks they missed. Um, Kuzma, Gasol, late in the game but they also got some advantages that that I don't that offensive foul on Duncan Robinson is he not allowed to create some space for himself a little bit um I I understand you know they're always careful with the elbows there but I I thought that was questionable there was a, a very questionable offensive foul on Jimmy in transition uh the Lakers whine more than any other team in the NBA it's not close uh, it's all the palms up stuff that kind of starts with LeBron but it's fed to the rest of that team in a way I don't think it's fed to some of his other teams but I mean, the, the, again, the Heat only score 15 in the fourth. And when that happens, it's Jimmy who has to close on both ends because if it's going to be a grinding out game, he's the guy who's best suited to kind of finish those type of games. I thought, again, I, did, I do think he outplayed LeBron, I, even with the plus minus numbers being different. Um, but if you look at the rest of the, I mean, Bam, 16, 10, 6, two steals, didn't dominate, but I thought he played very well defensively. Off the bench, though, again, Hero goes out. What did you think of, uh, again, the Vincent minutes early, um, five minutes, he was a minus nine tonight, and then going to Struess, which I think a lot of us wanted to see them do, but leaving him in while he made eight, missed eight straight three-point shots? Yeah, those were two questionable moves. I mean, I know we you know, were missing Tyler Hero and then also already missing Goron and missing uh, Avery Bradley as well. But to allow Max Struess to shoot eight shots, which seem they all that seem to come in the fourth quarter is a very questionable decision. You know, it, it almost seems like you would have been better off just going, leaving none in there and, and playing with those guys that we've already had, but to leave them in for so long and just for them to such have a, such a negative effect. It was just really questionable on why we really did that, especially letting them shoot so much late in the fourth quarter. All right. We're going to talk more about this. Uh... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, this game and also look ahead to what this means for the overall road trip again the heat are now three and three on this trip I said three and four would be a good trip now would be a disappointment you beat the Lakers 
Uh, you had a chance to beat Golden State, should have beaten Golden State, were up 15, should have beaten the Clippers when they were without four starters. So you kind of get one back tonight that maybe, you know, you didn't expect to get. But now you're in position to beat, you know, what is not a great OKC team to finish things thing off after a Laker win. I, this should be a, a four and three trip at this stage. And then it's a different conversation about this team. Uh, before we get back to our episode, though, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network. And that's the law firm of Seltzer Mayberg. Make sure they check out one calllegal.com. That's one calllegal.com. If you've had a traffic ticket, you had a slip and fall. If you've had an accident, this is the place to go. They do all other kinds of law. So we want to make sure we mention that too. They do real estate law. They do immigration law. They handle everything all for all over the state from North Miami. You can also find them at 855-5000-LAW. That's 855-5000-LAW, 24-7 availability. So they'll make sure you work directly with the appropriate attorney, they got a bunch of them there in their practice. They're all great people. Um, I'm supposed to say that you should say hello to Eric. So say hello to Eric. You work directly with an attorney to get you the compensation that you deserve. And again, if you mention five reasons, you'll get a free consultation. That's about anything down there. So again, make sure if you've been hurt in a car accident, slip and fall, anything, traffic ticket, immigration, real estate. They do sports law down there at the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. That's going to be like the next big agency. So just about anything, make sure you reach out to them. They have been our longest standing sponsor. So they've been supporting five reasons from the beginning. We ask that you support them as well. Again, the website is onecalllegal.com. That's onecalllegal.com. All right, Ethan Skolnick back with Jonathan Ramlikon. You can find him at Three Piece Combo. I think I'm going to at least swing over the stream after this. So make sure that you check that out as well um big picture narrative here this is a team that i think we've all agreed needs a shakeup. Uh, maybe it's not trading all of your assets for one player but maybe it's it's finding a power forward uh to play next to bam although again olenic tonight even without making shots this has been one of the weird stats everybody's frustrated with kelly he was a plus 14 tonight uh best on the team this is not the first time this has happened lately uh his numbers with bam are very good. I, I feel there's a little bit of a disconnect between eye test and what the stats show, but on paper, or at least statistically, he hasn't been the big problem, but I think we all agree they could use another player in the power rotation. We reported, I know Tim Reynolds reported today too, that if uh, DeMarcus Cousins works out a sort of a buyout deal after signing uh, for the rest of the season with the Rockets, which he just did, uh, Shams reported this from, from the athletic uh, that that's going to happen. And both Tim and us and reported that the heat would be interested. And I can tell you, Boogie would be interested in the heat. So that's an option. Uh, Woe is reported tonight. Something we've reported for a while that the heat have interest in, in PJ Tucker. The Lakers are one of the teams there too. The heat have interest in Rudy Gay. The heat have interest in Thad Young. I, I think that we've all sort of agreed that a shakeup of some kind is needed, but I'll ask you this, Jonathan, after again, beating the Lakers, getting to three and three on the trip and finally holding a lead, does it change it at all for you? No, not at all, because it's not been consistent. You know, it's one thing to pick up a signature win, but we haven't shown that we can do this consistently, you know? So once, until we can, until we show that we can do this consistently and we can pick up wins against good teams that are not missing a star player, you're like Anthony Davis, <laughs> then I feel a little more confident in going with this team moving forward. But, uh, and, and I'm with you, but here's the counter to that on the Anthony Davis thing. There's no, there's no question. He's a top six to seven player in the NBA when he's there. Uh, and that would have changed a lot of the non LeBron minutes tonight. 
But this is a Heat team that lost to Paul George, or lost to a team without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, along with obviously Beverly and Batum, but primarily those two guys. Uh, it seems like every night they, I mean, even against Sacramento, they caught a break and they didn't have Harrison Barnes, who's been their most consistent player this year. You could argue along with the Aaron Fox, uh, they, they seem to be catching teams that are missing players, which is one of the reasons I'm not focusing on Dragic that much, even though they could have missed him. They could have used him tonight, but I do feel like tonight was a little bit of growth. I, I know you don't want the head fake here where it convinces the front office to move away from a plan that probably that I know they were moving towards after the Clipper game in particular, where it was kind of like, we're going to start blowing up the phone lines. But I feel like there's a little bit more to build on here. The fact that they did close this game, the fact that it does seem that they've got another sort of piece in none that looks pretty good. Where I can see if they're on the fence about this, maybe making the short-term move to get better. Um, are you in the Adam Barai camp of Clutch Corner? that you basically take the step back, even if it means trading Dragic for a protected first or whatever, to sort of recharge this thing for the summer? Or are you more where I think Greg is at this stage, which is if you can make a small upgrade move and see if this group can capture a little magic, you do it? I'm with Greg because what we did last year by acquiring Andre Godala and acquiring Jay Crowder and Solo, those weren't necessarily huge, you know, huge players, you know, obviously outside of the credentials of Godala but it was something that allowed us to create a really good unit. So if we can do something like that again, where we make an incremental move, where it makes all of the sum of the parts more than this, the whole of the whole team. I'm more on that side because, you know, with coach Spo, we have a lot of holes on this team right now and it's heavy. He's having a hard time to fill them. If we can just fill one of those holes, it might just be something where everything starts to fit so much better because there's not just such a glaring hole. So I'm more on the side of Greg. Yeah, and we have seen that in the past. I mean, there have been Heat teams that have seemed to be missing something. I feel like this team is missing more than some of those teams. Obviously, the big three teams didn't seem like they were missing much. But again, I remember during the 12-13 season, there was a lot of complaining about the lack of rebounding. Uh, no big to really help out Bosch. They did the investigation on Chris Anderson. I was in Portland where LeBron basically told us afterwards um, – you know, that they didn't need help when he was telling people behind the scenes they did need help. And then, you know, literally the next day, they they brought in Chris Anderson on a 10-day contract and they went 37-3 and three with Chris Anderson that season, including the 27-game winning streak. I'm not saying that that would happen this time, but that was a team that was, again, clearly missing something. So I see your point. Like, if you can address, with that team, it just addressed rebounding and sort of vertical spacing, where they had a guy who could go, to the rim, finish lobs. They didn't have that kind of player because Joel Anthony had hands of stone <laughs> uh, and, and was not a great rebounder. They didn't have another rebounder on the team other than their perimeters or their wings. And so that's basically what they needed. And it took a lot of pressure off Chris Bosch. I feel like adding a four, okay? Or in the case of Cousins, although he's not going to help a lot on the defensive end, adding a five will allow Bam to play more freely than he plays right now and maybe more aggressively. Because, you know, I watched that, that mid-range shot for him tonight. It's like, if you didn't know, if you didn't look at the jersey, it looked like Chris Bosh, okay? I mean, he has beautiful form on that 12 to 15 footer. He just goes whole quarters without being aggressive. I feel like he may be more inclined to be aggressive if there's somebody else doing the dirty work with him. And tonight they had to close with Iguodala at the four again. They won the game. But offensively, they were running into each other. Nobody's respecting Iguodala's three-point shot there, so you don't get that benefit. And they do need a tweak. But I do think a game like tonight, even though no AD, even though it wasn't pretty at times, even though they only scored 37 in the second half, 
I don't think it's going to convince them that the roster is okay, but I think it may convince them if they're straddling the line right now, Jonathan, that maybe it is worth making a small incremental move. Uh, maybe pull the trigger on something to see if you can catch lightning in a bottle, because at least the team didn't fold tonight. And I, that's been the biggest issue I've had with them at times. It's just mentally and emotionally. They folded tonight. They had a response in the third. They got lucky with some missed shots at the end by the Lakers, but they won the game. And I think it is going to be a confidence boost for them. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I think it's one of those games where it's really the signature win of the season. And you know, like you're saying, although they're missing, you know, Anthony Davis, they still have the best player in the game in LeBron James was able to make everybody around him better. So I feel like this is a, you know, a team now that has a little more confidence. You saw in their eyes a couple of games ago when we were on that losing streak, just how devastated they were after blowing that lead, especially to a team without Paul George and, and Kawhi. They don't have that look in them anymore. They were smiling after plays were happening. They were allowing everything to happen a little bit easier. And it was showing that even though they weren't able to score, they were able to hold their own on defense. And you know, a little bit of that was luck, but still hold their own on defense. So I feel like this is one of those wins where it shows this team's potential. It shows how far we really can go. And it shows that if we maybe just get a little bit extra, that'll help fill in the gaps and that'll help just propel us moving forward. There are going to be a lot of people who watch that awful ESPN. Oh, excuse me. I'm not supposed to call it ESPN. Sedano gets upset at me. They watch that awful ABC broadcast tonight um, where all the concern was about uh, what uh, Anthony Davis's third shirt uh, but they're going to be watching that and seeing the heat for the first time this season. And they're going to kind of wonder like what the problem has been uh, because there was enough good tonight that you could take out of it. And again, LeBron is still LeBron. He's one with worse than he had on the floor with him tonight. He was not great, but I expected a Laker win tonight in part because they lost to the nets. Um, they kind of got embarrassed a little bit in that game. I thought LeBron was going to come out with one of these 35, 13 and 10 games. It didn't happen. They held him down. Jimmy played him to, at the very least, a standoff. And Kendrick Nunn was great. So you take it. Appreciate Jonathan for jumping on with me tonight. Again, check out all of our sponsors. Again, uh, Chase Signs and Graphics. If you're in Broward County, that's the place that you want to go. We always mention prizepicks.com. Use the code five. Um, I actually did pretty well tonight. Also sign up for bestever.com. If you want to simulate NFL games, they're going to have NBA games there too. You can do that at bstevr.com. That's bstevr.com. That's free. And of course, our friends at the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. That's at onecalleagle.com. Back tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.